0: I got a theory, because with all those AI services and models, there have been some opinions, some voices who basically said that it's a bit like the internet, a new platform uh, on which uh, a bunch of new business ideas can come up and grow so that people could use AI and those AI models to create new business models, startups and therefore, well, challenge the existing companies and and business models, just as it happened with the internet, which also gave us a brand new platform to build up on. And I don't think that's the case. I think that many of those AI services that were created over the last year, um, which essentially all or most of them use OpenAI's APIs, the ChatGPT API uh, under the hood, that most of them might not survive the next couple of years. And I think that this will happen because all these services, um, all these business ideas, um, for example, a website that allows users to upload a PDF document to automatically summarize it, I think that they will be replaced by the products that already exist for a certain job by Adobe Acrobat, for example, if we stick to the PDF example, because I think that the creators of those established products will simply integrate AI into their products and integrate those features that are solved by those extra AI services into their products, therefore making many of those AI services redundant. That's uh, what I think.
1: So you would say that although AI looks like this great chance for small new companies to kind of challenge the big ones, the big ones will take the cake in the end because it doesn't make sense from a user perspective. Well, it does make sense to try these things out. As you said, uploading a PDF to a specific site that provides that service. But in the end, In our daily workflow, we want to have our products that we use. As you said, we take the Creative Cloud by Adobe, for example, which comes with Photoshop and so on. So you want to have an integrated workflow. And because of that, these small startups don't have a chance. Yeah. If I think about it, I would agree at first sight, because personally, I see myself not using ChatGPT that much anymore because it's not intuitive for me. I use the tools I'm used to. What you, for example, do use, though, is or are extensions for Premiere Pro, for example, which add features to Premiere Pro, but into this existing product. In this case, though, we use a third-party extension. So here in this case, we actually have a situation where the startup wins at the moment, but you think this will change. Yeah,
0: I think that's only a matter of time in many use cases uh, until, again, to stick with the Adobe example, because we use it a lot for the various tools they offer, until they implement those key features into their core products. Because the plugin you mentioned, for example, helps us with generating captions and so on. Firecut, by the way. Firecut, yeah, it's a really great great. plugin. We're using it. Um, because it, for example, helps with creating captions. And it does that, at least for us at this point of time, better than the built-in caption creation mechanism that is already offered by Adobe Mm -hmm. Premiere Pro. They do have a feature to create captions, but those do not have the same quality as those of the plugin. But I think this will change. And the same will happen, I think, for many other features that are... uh, That can be driven by AI. Um, At the moment, we still have some services that are using OpenAI's APIs or some of those publicly available models um, to deliver real value and and Mm -hmm. benefits. But I think it's only a matter of time until the big players, the big companies will catch up if they haven't already. And simply integrate those solutions into their products and people are convenient. Why would I use some third-party service for which I have to pay to summarize a PDF document if I can do it from, from right inside my PDF reader? Why would I do that?
1: That's true, but I see a point where these smaller startups still have a great chance because in contrast to the big companies, which tend to be slow and not very innovative, the smaller companies have the drive and the the energy to create new products. Let's name FireCard once again. We don't get paid for that. We just like the tool. It is very easy to use, right? It's so simple. And what Premiere Pro isn't is simple. It's a complex tool with, I guess, for many of us, way too many features. I don't even understand 10% of its features probably after editing videos for seven years. Still, I think that these small companies still have the chance to to create these awesome ai products because what happens in the end is adobe for adobe for example will think okay we can create this on our own or we just buy it we just integrate the existing product somebody else created buy that integrated so of course the person who created that plugin or that extension doesn't work on this product anymore but still was able to create something very helpful and get some money in the end so i think that's maybe something i could imagine still i think that the the innovation coming from these small companies is very very important in the AI segment now
0: i i agree that um, this might be uh, an exit opportunity for for some of those companies and therefore for the founders of the of those companies it's great but of course the end result is the same that we go back to having the big companies who who have all those features uh, integrated, no matter if they bought it or developed it, uh, developed them themselves. Um, the, The end result is the same. And regarding the speed of innovation, of course, small companies, startups are quicker. But at the same time, if we take a look at Microsoft, who uh, which for example uh, rolled out a new copilot almost every month last year not all publicly available yet but they have i guess the microsoft copilot um they have copilots or ai features integrated into microsoft excel and then word and for us developers they have github copilot mm-hmm. So they have all these extra tools um, and and they are really pushing forward aggressively with integrating AI into all their products. And and Adobe, for example, is, is doing that as well. They have their own AI solutions already. They're just not that great in all scenarios yet, but I think that'll be a matter of time. So it might not even happen that they need to buy a lot of startups, but of course it could. But either way, in the end, I don't think we'll see a lot of big new players with brand new business ideas, because I guess my main point is AI might not open up that many new business ideas as the internet did. Instead, it opens up some new business improvements that can be reaped by those companies who who run the main business that can Mm. be improved. Uh, That's, I guess, my main point here.
1: I see the point, though, if you talk about Microsoft. Do you remember last November when I tried to find out how this co-pilot thing can be helpful yeah. for us? I spent two hours, I guess, just to find out that it's not available for normal companies
0: or the, normal people. The, the, the general Microsoft Copilot. pilot yeah, yeah, it, it yeah, was like
1: yeah. a pain to read through 300 documents, blog yeah. posts, whatever. So my point is that I agree that the big companies might take the cake, but I still think it takes more time because they always try to provide the big package, but smaller companies can offer those smaller solutions in the end, which are sometimes more helpful for people like us, for example. Like you mentioned, the, the capture thing or this multicam editing thing. If we edit this podcast, for example, we don't have to edit the two perspectives on our own. This is done via AI in the yeah. meanwhile. And these are small things that at least I want to have in small and simple and fast tools and not in this big overall tool that that comes with 10,000 of features. So I see that niche, but I also see your point, to be honest. So again, the question is basically, does AI help the majority of people in the end, right? That's your point, I guess. So if we talk about the business perspective, it takes jobs, but let's say this way, it takes
0: more jobs, then it
1: offers opportunities for new jobs to be created. How do uh, you see that?
0: Uh, yeah, that's that's not the main thing I meant. I guess that's a different question regarding the impact it has on all the, the, the people uh, being employed and, mm-hmm. and, and various jobs. Uh, I was really just looking at the, the business idea and business okay. model mm-hmm. um, thing here uh, because it might look like AI opens up a lot of new potential business mm-hmm. models. And I guess my main point is that if you take a closer look, a lot of those new business models are actually not new but instead just improved versions of existing models and therefore will be the benefits will be reaped by the companies that have those existing models unless they totally sleep and they they fail to integrate ai in that case um some ai based startup might come up and might actually build the the, mm-hmm. the rest of the product around their ai core and then deliver a better product mm-hmm. experience maybe than the established player but whilst that might happen in certain cases or scenarios, I don't think that it will happen a lot. And therefore, I think that a lot of those AI services might not survive because they don't have a unique selling point in the end.
1: But isn't then the implication that although AI is very big and offers many opportunities to make things easier or better, it is quite limited in the way it can provide additional value. Let me tell you what I mean here. If we think about YouTube, right? YouTube, who owns YouTube? Google. So Google could just say, we create all videos on our own because it's our platform, we are the big player. Obviously not possible because the content on YouTube lives from its creators because there are an endless amount of topics that can be covered and a big company can't just cover this on its own. It's simply not possible. If we say that AI can add hundreds of thousands of features to Adobe, for example, to Premiere Pro. Then it would be hard for Adobe to implement all these features on its own, right? Because there are limitations regarding the workforce, for example. So you would need other companies to step by step at this, this and that feature. Actually, AI, if you think about the Adobe example again, has a limited amount of features that can be added isn't that the point that you say how many features can be added to make video editing easier i think these are not hundreds of features am i right yeah so,
0: uh, yeah uh, i would say so um because of course yeah youtube is probably not going to start generating videos with ai in a couple of years even if AI might be capable of generating videos. Uh, it already is with Sora and in a couple of years it might be able to generate longer videos. But even then, YouTube is probably not going to do that because as you say, they they earn money because they have all these creators, these creative uh, people who generate anything from documentaries to pure entertainment to tutorials and that's all fine. But the, that's also not a feature of YouTube. The videos are not a few feature; they are like the the core product in the yeah. end. That's that's wrapped by YouTube or presented by 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 YouTube, you could say. But in case of like tools like Premiere Pro, mm. um, as you said, I I think we're only talking about a couple of features, um, maybe a hundred if you yeah. would say it like this. But I don't know the exact number. Doesn't matter. But it's not an endless amount of features that that could be enhanced by AI, AI, but there are some features that could really be enhanced tremendously, like helping with automatically removing errors in the footage, Um, multicam editing, uh, captions, as we already said, uh, potentially also things like removing the background in a video, even if there's no green screen. These are all things that can be done and that probably will be done and here, of course, I want to have that integrated in Premiere Pro because then I don't have to leave the tool. I don't have to pay for some extra third-party service. I can do it from right inside mm. there, and that's why I think that this is the approach or the, the yeah the the solution that will win for many products in the end.
1: So basically, you say that AI cannot be compared to the internet because the internet was something new that offered endless opportunities and options, whereas AI just changes the internet, so to say. Is that kind of the point?
0: Okay, I got got, yeah. I think kind of. Um, There might be, and there definitely will be, um, certain new business models that are now possible with AI that weren't possible, uh, possible before, that are not just the improvement of an existing product. Think about things like planning, um, furniture uh, mm. for, your, for your flat or something mm. like that, um, where you kind of want to take some photos of your apartment and you want to upload it somewhere. And then you maybe want to take some photos of furniture you're thinking about mm. putting there. And then maybe some AI model generates a video where you can walk through your mm. flat with that furniture in there mm. so that you get an idea of how it looks. Maybe that is something new, though even here you could argue that this could maybe be offered by the companies uh, which sell furniture as an extra service to make that easier for you. But there might be certain business models that can arise from AI that simply didn't exist before because the AI part is their main feature. But I don't think there are too many of those.
1: Actually, AI is limited, if you think about it this way, to do boring tasks for you, like, for example, creating captions, which you could do on yeah. your own if you want to, like this multi-cam thing, for example, or to bring your imagination into reality. Yeah. The furniture example, if we once again take mid-journey, these are all things that you have in your mind and that you want to see on the screen in a video or an image. Actually, that's it, videos or yeah. images. And the features related to that are quite a few and can be implemented into quite many areas at ikea for example they can implement that but still at the moment and here i agree with you i don't see any additional revolutionary ways to create new businesses with that ai concept right
0: yeah it's a good point i mean maybe if we would see them we would simply build them (laughs) and not talk about them and i do think as i said that they're are opportunities. There always are. Um, I'm just not sure if it's that big of a revolution as the internet was from that business model startup perspective. It definitely is a huge revolution. It changes a lot, but I'm not sure if it opens up a lot lot of brand new business ideas uh, or opportunities for new companies.
1: And and we will see
0: basically because
1: what AI definitely does when it's implemented and used correctly, it speeds up
0: things, Yeah. So we can do more work once again. Exactly, but it speeds up things we're already doing and we're already doing things yeah. with tools that we're already using. So in the end, it speeds up those tools and therefore it can be implemented in those tools. That That's, I guess, kind of the main mm-hmm. point yeah. I was trying to make here that it's exactly doing that. As you said, it speeds up things and therefore it's those things, the tools we're already using, that need to integrate AI and that probably will integrate AI and that will therefore win. Because of course, what's quicker if I have to use some extra tool to generate captions, for example, or I use the tool I'm already using for editing the video and I also generate captions with it? I mean, let's
1: be honest, we use Midjourney a lot to create images, thumbnails and so on. So if you create a thumbnail for a YouTube video and you need an icon, for example. Then you have to go to Discord, create that image mid, create that icon in Mid Journey. That's not a logical process. It yeah. would better, it would be better to do this directly in Photoshop in exactly. your project. You get back the image, you paste it, and they're done. So I totally agree. As I said, I still believe there are still chances in the next months or years for smaller companies, which come with innovative features to bring these to the market before the big ones got it. But if it's a good feature chances are that the big one also implements it soon or you get simply bought.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and there is also another interesting uh, twist here. And that is, if, if we take a step back, it's one thing to have all these companies that build up on top of the APIs offered by OpenAI, um, which might be bought or which might be replaced by established players, Th- that's one thing. But what about OpenAI itself? I think it's important to keep in mind that OpenAI doesn't have a lot of products. They have really amazing AI models and they have ChatGPT. But I think if OpenAI does not stay as innovative as it is, and maybe other players and companies like Google catch up, as they already might be doing with Google Gemini and their latest AI models, even open AI might become less relevant in some future. I think they're still far ahead in many mm. uh, areas, but if we Think about it, MidJourney is really good for images, in my opinion, often better than Dolly. Definitely. Um, Google Gemini looks really promising, might be better than ChatGPT. And guess what? Most people are already using Google for searching. So if some chatbot is integrated there, that that might be a thing. Um, Or most people have a Google account. So if Google uh, finds a way of upselling them to their chatbot, a lot of people might do that. Um, Whereas ChatGPT is something you have to Uh, sign up for. It's a different company. And well, with text to video, we might see something similar that in some years, maybe we got some other companies, established companies like Google or some other company who's doing really well there. And therefore, I think that the irony is that OpenAI started that all and they're still at the front of that entire development. They're still pushing ahead and really impressive and I think GPT-5 will be super impressive as well and uh, all that. (laughs) But ultimately, even they could theoretically be replaced if the other companies catch up and deliver great experiences or maybe even just good enough experiences integrated into their products.
1: Yeah, because OpenAI has the feature or the product in general, so the AI models,
0: But doesn't have the platform to market it in the the end, right? they have ChatGPT. And of course, lots of people are using that. It was the fastest growing service in history. But But I don't think ChatGPT is a good platform if you compare it to a Google product, to be
1: honest, from the usability part. I I don't think it's it's nice to use, just from my personal thing. I would prefer, as you said, a Google-integrated flow that allows me to write prompts or something like that and get back these answers concisely Integrated into my normal Google browsing workflow, I would definitely use that. But ChatGPT, I don't know. So I agree what you say. It's it can become difficult for OpenAI because they present the features, others copy that features and might be even improve these features and have the people locked in into their platforms, into their services, so yeah. that the people then use their. AI product they create.
0: And I mean, Google showcased, I think, at their last IO what their vision for search is, that um, search is becoming more of a thing where you can ask real questions and get uh, complex answers because it's using AI under the hood. And I think it's easy to imagine how Google could integrate AI into all its various search products in Google Maps, but of course, mainly also into the web search and therefore replace the need for... ChatGPT? Because if I can go to Google and ask it, hey, give me the code for a tic-tac-toe game, w- well, why would I go to ChatGPT if, if Google gives me a good answer here? It sounds so
1: kind of strange because using ChatGPT just means opening or browsing a website, but we are all comfortable people, right? We yeah. want to have this in a seamlessly integrated workflow. So yeah. if, as, as I also said, if you Google something and if you can instead get back the code for a game, you want to stay in that environment. So, yeah. yeah.
0: I might not even Google it in the future. I might uh, also just use, like, GitHub Copilot, which is already integrated into my IDE, and um, it offers a chat functionality already, which does use the GPT APIs by OpenAI under the hood. But that could change in the future, uh, or or even if it does, of course, OpenAI will then still earn money because their APIs get used under the hood, but I'm not visiting their site. I use GitHub Copilot in my IDE. And if Microsoft decides to end their partnership with OpenAI because they got their own AI models, which are uh, similar in power, or if they buy OpenAI simply, then of course the outcome would be great for OpenAI, but ultimately I, uh, the the end user, I don't care about the the model or the company uh, who's used under the hood. I care about my user experience and well, I I think we're still far away from OpenAI becoming redundant. It's just uh, an an ironic thing here that the company that started it all could be the company which in the end maybe doesn't profit the most from that entire AI boom. And this kind of ironically ties back to the beginning of this
1: podcast where we said that, or you said that, small companies that might have opportunities related, related to AI, to generate products, will not have a big chance because the big companies will basically take the cake. Yeah. <laughs> same thing could happen to OpenAI, which now is a big company, but actually was a small company that became big. But in the end, the big ones just take their features, their innovation as motivation and as driver for their own AI products they create. Yeah. And in the end, OpenAI might become maybe not obsolete, but might not be... The big winner.
0: The big winner, yeah. yeah so in that's, that's in the long term.
1: yeah. I mean, nobody knows, right? Also, yeah, we don't know. But it's a very good point because at the moment, OpenAI seems to win it all. As you said, we have Gemini from Google. So we have other services that are also getting bigger and bigger. But generally, I think for the majority of people, AI is
0: OpenAI yeah. at the moment. But it might be different in the new future. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell. And I guess... The company who also seems to win is NVIDIA, though that (laughs) takes us down a totally different um, podcast episode probably (laughs) – Talking about uh, the stock market also, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because also there, you could, of course, argue that maybe those other companies start making their own chips and so on, but it's a different story. Um, But I guess you can dive deeper and deeper. And you can. And the the difference is, I guess, that we are talking
1: about the the tech area here and Google and Microsoft are the giants here. So they Mm. have lots of capabilities to develop their own digital product, so to say. So I guess that's where this NVIDIA example will be would be more complex and also something we are not really experts in. So as you said, it's a different uh, topic. But as you said, you could argue that the same problem exists also there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I guess in a nutshell, (laughs) the main takeaway (laughs) is um, AI is amazing. OpenAI started it all. They might not win in the long term. It's hard to tell, but I definitely don't think that all those small startups uh, will win. Some might come up with really great new ideas and um, yeah, might become big companies um, but I think that for a lot of business models and ideas it will be the established players who will win in the near and definitely long-term future. Still
1: I think if you got a great AI idea try to make it
0: reality at the moment because
1: absolutely. now I think it's still the right time to do it.
0: Absolutely, and you could get bought or maybe you you have like um, a couple of years or months at least where you can make good money yeah. off of some ideas. So absolutely, um, it's, it's a good idea because you can't lose much. I just don't think that uh, the next Google or Microsoft will... It is just around the corner because of AI. It might, I might be overlooking mm-hmm. some totally obvious great uh, business idea, uh, but I'm not convinced that this is the case.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you here. That That's, uh, it's a good point and we'll see. That's yeah, the other we'll thing, of course see. We never know. So if you got great AI ideas, share <laughs> these with us. <laughs> send, send them to send us. Send them to <laughs> us, we'll see what we can do. And no, but that's our take on this um, whole how AI is the new internet thing, I guess yeah and
0: with that with that we, we got
1: the next episode yeah hopefully finished. see you back in the future indeed and share what you think about AI and bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. bye 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 bye